Thursday night and we are live. Hope everybody is doing really good tonight. Seems like the tech tyrants are monkeying around with a lot of things. Lost a lot of followers on Twitter. If you're wondering why I'm not putting out a whole lot on Twitter right now, it's because we're having inter- in, uh, internet problems at where I live, where I usually do my tweeting. So if you're wondering why is Tom sort of disappeared off of tweet off of tweeting, except for days of the podcast, because the only access I really have to the internet is while I'm in this building, the church building right now. So it's just very sketchy, especially with Verizon. So I'll be back on Twitter as soon as the towers get fixed or whatever's going on. Also, Twitter has been cutting followers left and right. I don't know. You know, I, I really have no idea who's, how many people are even watching tonight because who knows what Facebook is up to. You just you just never know. But it's glad I'm glad all of you are on tonight. We're going to get to 90 minutes if you're here. We're going to start off with, I, I, almost, I hate to talk about economics because I don't have a whole lot of passion about it. And I really don't have a whole lot of knowledge about it except for very rudimentary knowledge. Obviously, the new inflation report came out. It's, there's different things that are at a 40-year uh, high. We'll get to that. But just kind of a perfect summation is Jesse Waters from The Five. Play for me, Will. I am impressed with the Democrats, and I don't always say that, but they are so devious, so deceptive. <laughs> they plot, they plan, they deceive. They knew this print was going to print hot today on inflation, and they timed this perfectly. Because this is going to probably blow out the inflation lead on the nightly news channels. And it's maybe a one-day thing, but they got what they wanted. They did it here. They did it here. (laughs) It takes a little bit out of the number that dropped. And I sometimes wish that the Republicans could be as crafty as this. They were pretty crafty with the migrant flights to the vineyard, but they have to counterpunch huge. The bottom line is that everyone's losing money under Joe Biden. They're losing it from their paychecks. They're losing it from the stock market. People are losing their lives. We're losing our border. Uh, Little kids are losing their gender because they get stuffed (laughs) in classrooms with grooming teachers. That has nothing to do today with everything else that the American public is experiencing. This Trump thing doesn't affect anybody. And the Democrats know that. But they don't want to solve any of the problems that they've created. That is just a jump off topic for just a second. You know, I hate to do that. But yeah, Jesse Waters is absolutely right there. He says under under the under the Democrats, under the Biden administration, everybody is losing, losing money. But his other the the other supposition that he made that people are also losing their lives. Now, what does that mean? Well, we have a you know 25 percent increase in murder around the country, which is unheard of, never been seen before. If you watch the TLP, we talk about it a lot. Never ever in the history of America, my 54 years on the planet, born 1968, I've never seen a 10% increase in murder in my life in the United States. I've never seen a 10% increase in my county, in my state, in the South, in the East, or the entire country. I have never seen that. So under Democrats, Everybody dies. If you look at under the CDC zone numbers, about 950,000 Americans have died of COVID-19 under Joe Biden and after the vaccine rollouts, then pre-vaccine rollout under Trump, which was about 300, about 300, 300,000 Americans. I don't believe any of those numbers at all. They're false attributions, but I'm using their numbers against them. 107,000 fentanyl deaths. In one year, we never have that many overdose deaths in a year, let alone mainly uh, 170,000, 107,000 mainly attributed to fentanyl overdoses. So under 
under Democrats, I really just want to say under the Biden administration, but it's under any globalist leftist, i.e. the Democratic Party, everybody dies. Worldwide, we have about 41.2 million abortions, about 1 to 2 million per year in America alone. It just everybody dies under a Democratic administration because that's what they want. Murder rate, and it's not just the murder rate. It's the violent crime rate. So you can say everybody gets hurt or dies under a globalist leftist Democratic Party administration or just governance, depending, it can can just be local too, of crime rates through the roof in New York City, crime rates, rates through the roof in Chicago, the worst state in America, the worst state to live in in America, put out by by the latest ratings, is Illinois. Number one and number two, I can't remember which one was which, was, is Texas and Florida. So it can be local too. The worst, the biggest cesspools in the United States are all run by the London breeds of the world. The mayor of San Francisco, we have one conference being canceled after another in San Francisco. It used to be a real hub for conferences. Everybody liked to have their conferences there, whether it was cops or businessmen or whoever it may be, loved to have their conferences in San Francisco. Those are being canceled one right after another because nobody wants to walk around on sidewalks with human feces and needles. Call me crazy, but wouldn't you probably avoid a city where you have to walk around on feces and needles you know it's just and it's the same way in los angeles same way in chicago same way in atlanta same way in st louis same way same way in new york city it's all they're all just democratic party cesspools and sadly the united states is being dragged into this because the federal government controls the southern borders there's basically three governors or three states on the southern border texas new mexico well four and california Two out of those four are run by leftists. And it really, and Steve Ducey, not Steve Ducey, uh, Ducey, I can't remember his first name, the governor of Arizona, can't remember, I can't believe I forgot his first name. But anyway, he is, you know, he is really kind of a, a rhino. He's not really serious. And Greg, what is it, Greg Ducey? Doug Ducey, that's it, Doug Ducey uh, in Arizona. And, and really, he's kind of a rhino. Abbott acts like a tough Republican, but at times definitely lurches into the rhino realm, talks a big game on the on the border, but has never really unleashed the National Guard on the border. Yes, they are there, but really they're not implementing any of his policies that he says that he has. All right, but back to back to inflation. Again, it's tough for me to talk about inflation, but because I don't really have any expertise and I can I don't have any expertise, period. But I really have a very limited knowledge on how economic works, economics work, except for the very rudimentary. But so you have this report come out today that we have, you know, the consumer price index, the CPI, that's a 6.6, 40, 40 year high, 8.2% inflation. When Biden took over, it's 1.4% inflation, very normal. And an ever growing economy, you know, you have, you know, we're, we're in an inflation because we had two consecutive periods of negative GDP. So we're in inflation. Biden says, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not in a recession because we, you know, because of these other factors. But all Biden has done is just like they always do is redefine the word recession. We've been going by the two consecutive negative GDP quarters for decades, but now Biden keeps Biden comes out and says, yeah, they keep saying that a recession is going to happen, but it never actually happens. That's what he told Jake Tapper a couple days ago. But all he did was redefine the word recession. I mean, you could basically do that with almost anything. 
You know, you can be in the north and say, you know what? It never snows. Well, it's because you, you rename snow, you know, you know, something else. You rename snow grass. Well, you know, it doesn't, it never, it never snows here. Just grass is here. They just redefine it. That's what they do every single time. All right. So, but anyway, so this negative report comes out and right in the midst of this, and this is what uh, Jesse Waters alluded to, right in the midst of that, the January 6th committee headed up by people, especially like people like Raskin that actually came out against different, you know, they did, they actually committed treason according to their own definition. They committed treason. They committed an insurrection themselves because they have challenged elections themselves. And by the way, if you ever challenge an election now, if you want a forensic audit, you're now, uh, you know, somebody who is an insurrectionist or somebody who has committed treason, whatever it may be. So here, here's what they did. So this report comes out. And then, of course, Liz Cheney, Democratic Party stooge, Democratic Party prostitute, she comes out and makes this statement. Play it for me, Will. Our duty today is to our country and our children and our Constitution. We are obligated to seek answers directly from the man who set this all in motion. And every American is entitled to those answers so we can act now to protect our republic. So this afternoon, I am offering this resolution that the committee direct the chairman to issue a subpoena for relevant documents and testimony under oath from Donald John Trump in connection with the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol. Thank you, Mr. No wonder that she lost in her primary by over 30 points. And how that was, how it was even that close, I don't know. What, why in the world any Republican in the state of Wyoming would ever vote for Liz Cheney, who is absolutely nothing more than a finger puppet whore for the Democratic Party. That's who she is. That's, that's who she's always been. They just play the part of a conservative so that if you, if they don't play the part, if they don't make certain votes and they don't put out some pro-life statements, whatever it may be, you have Ben Sass, who has now taken over to be the president of the University of Florida. And you can watch University of Florida decline over that spineless worm. He's resigning, which, may, which, which is good, because maybe we'll get a real Republican in Ben Sass's place. Because what Ben Sass has to do, Liz Cheney's of the world, the Mitch McConnell's of the world, the Susan Collins of the world, the Lisa Murkowski's of the world, they have to come out and make some conservative statements, even, even, even affirm, even confirm, conservative judges on occasion because if they acted in their in their true character who they truly are you would replace them but if they play enough like a conservative you'll leave them in place but they are nothing more than leftists they really i mean liz cheney is nothing more than a leftist think about what she's supporting right now and she has come out and publicly stated that she would publicly campaign for baby butchering Democrats. So if you're somebody who lives by conviction, and maybe you just hate Donald Trump, then why would you go out and campaign against Carrie Lake? Just because she's a Trump supporter, who's pro-life, who's anti-censorship, and you go out, it, or, you know, anti-transgender, pro, I mean, anti-gay marriage, anti-socialism, but yet Liz Cheney is going out and campaigning for Katie Hobbs, who is pro-baby butchering, pro-socialism, pro-gay marriage, pro-transgenderism, pro-huge government, pro-censorship, pro-COVID, pro-force vaccination. And that's what is, you are who you're campaigning for. 
You can say whatever you want, even vote however you want. But if you go out and campaign for an ideology that is the opposite of that which you espouse, you are a spineless phony and nothing more than a whore for the party that you allegedly are opposing. All right, RNC research video. Here's CNN. So you have, let let me set this up very quickly. So you have the report comes out, the economic report comes out that says inflation is at 8.2%, 40-year high. CPI, 6.6%, 40-year high. Everybody sees it, you and I and everybody else, American citizens, rich, poor, whatever we are, we see the prices. We see how crazy things are right now, how long it takes to get things, whatever it may be. Things are bad. So we see it. And then what is, what's the Democratic response? You know what? We're going to subpoena Donald Trump to come and speak at the January 6th committee. How many of you even knew that the January 6th committee was still meeting as a January 6th committee? I mean, did you even know they were meeting? I mean, I, for, I actually knew they were about to have a meeting, but I, I forgot about it because they've had such little impact. What have they accomplished? They've, they're spending umpteen millions and millions of dollars to accomplish absolutely nothing with a country that's $31 trillion in debt, which is causing our prices to go up. So just think about it. All of these legislators who are allegedly there for your benefit are spending millions of dollars for a country that's $31 trillion in debt, printing more money, the Biden Inflation Reduction Act, which is really the Biden Inflation Production Act, $748 billion, whatever it was, printing all that money. None of it was loaned. None of it was bond-backed. None of it was gold-backed. Just printed it from the Federal Reserve causing the very inflation and then conducting January 6th uh, committee hearings for millions and millions of dollars that does what for gas prices? Causes them to go up because they're printing that money too. The reason why there's inflation is because of the flood of cash in printed money, namely, namely from the Joe Biden administration and even from the Trump administration printing money for the COVID relief packages that were put out. $6 trillion dollars under Donald Trump was approved. It's up to $8 trillion now under Biden with no end in sight. And he just printed another $748 billion. And all of that 60 to 70 to 80 billion that we've sent over to Ukraine for a war that is very, very strange, the strangest war I've ever seen. All of that is printed money. See, Americans are asked, this is actually CNN. CNN is trying to bootlick and butt kiss their way back into the mainstream. So they're actually doing right now, Newsweek is doing the same thing, by the way. Newsweek has been got a, got a new owner under them, and they're actually putting out 50-50 right now. If they continue, we can conti- consider these uh, news organizations to be legit. If they're going to put out 50-50 and fair and balanced, I'm fine. I don't care if you print liberal stuff. As long as you put it, print both sides, I really don't care. But CNN appears to be trying to put out more legitimate news now as you see them pushing to the side the Jake Tappers, the Don Lemons, you know, and the, you know, what's his name? Brian, I can't remember his name. Potato Head, what is it? Brian Stelter, Potato Head. He's been pushed, he's been fired. They're trying to actually produce some legitimate news. Well, here's, here's, here's CNN. The top issue for Americans is not the January 6th committee. Committee hearings, it's inflation. Play for me, Will. What is the top issue for Americans at this point, and who is trusted on that? The top issue for Americans at this point is not the January 6th committee hearings. It is not Donald Trump. It's inflation, according to 33% of Americans. That is the top issue. 
And who is trusted more on the issue of inflation? The margin right here is absolutely huge. Republicans are trusted over Democrats by 19 points, and that is why, at this particular point, Republicans still lead on that generic congressional ballot. And just speaking of CNN for just a moment, this is actually the model of what we can accomplish. It's the same thing that's happening with PayPal right now. What you do is go after them. You try to destroy them. How? Lie about them? Absolutely not. We don't lie. We're not the left. We're not gaslighters. We're not propagandists. We don't lie. Just simply stop sending them their money. And that's what's happened with CNN. They've been dumped all over the planet. They will go out of business. By the way, ESPN, which is owned by Disney, will go out of business because nobody's watching them anymore. Newsweek had to change. Why? Because they were going out of business. When Coke came out against the new voter registration laws in Georgia, Coke repented of their ways less than a week later because they were losing millions tens of millions maybe billions of dollars in a very short period of time this is what we have to do we have to play hardball all right but back to inflation benny johnson video it's over corporate media slashes Biden. this is corporate media this is cnbc slashes Biden regime over inflation play for me and finally year over year strip out food and energy also hotter than expectations up 6.6 that follows six point three and six point six is a new high uh, the old high was six point five in march that went back to 1982 so joe biden keeps setting records we have the highest consumer price index that's what's coming out of your pocket since 1982 before reagan had fixed all of what jimmy carter did because Reagan really, you know, Reagan started in 1981, early 1981. Has not fixed. This is the highest consumer price index since 1982. The most people that have ever crossed the border in an August and a September. Those are Joe Biden's records. The highest amount of people that have ever crossed the border in a year. All these illegal. 2.5 million. 2021. Joe Biden records. Records for murder record for violent crime he is setting records everywhere record gas prices record baby formula shortages record supply line shortages none of this was happening under trump people can say whatever it is that they want to say none of this was happening under donald j trump none of it even after covid we none of us if you ever if you noticed even it's not not that covid has ended it's over and it never began for me so it's always been over but even after the fraudulent response to COVID, but I mean, Trump was in a lot of it. Trump was, you know, he wanted it all over in about four months and called for it to be over in four months to his due, to his credit. Obviously he was against vaccine mandates. I want to be clear about the things that he did, right? Operation warp speed, absolute disaster. His response to COVID in the 60 day lockdown, absolute disaster. It all cost him the election by, by creating a fraudulent election because people couldn't vote in person because of the existential threat to do their lives of a 99.9% survival virus that everyone is mandated to act like is a 99.9% unsurvival virus. But he did do things right. And economically, he did things right. And we were booming back. So they, they go back, whether it's Kareem Jean-Pierre, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, who, and any of his economic advisors, they go back and say, you know, this is, this is a... Uh, a result of the pandemic and because of Putin, whatever it is, that none of this was happening 
under Donald Trump. The only bad thing that happened under Donald Trump was when he locked down the economy and people lost all their jobs. But as soon as it reopened, we were booming. It was 1.4% inflation at the beginning of 2021, 1.4%. And merely 20 months later, we're at 8.2%. And it was growing at 11. By the way, that's a growth of 8.2%. And right now, Biden is singing his own praises by saying, well, it was growing by 11%. Now it's just growing by 2%. The man is absolutely out of his mind, out of his mind. And it's not going to get any better. It's not going to get any better until, and listen, when we're like Republicans, if they win in November, on November 8th, it will get better only if they're willing to shut down the government, only if they're willing to defund because you see, Joe Biden cannot fund one thing. Say Jim Jordan, Elise Stefanik, whatever, or the Speaker of the Speaker of the House. It cannot be Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy will run into Joe Biden's office as the Speaker of the House, bend over and spread his butt cheeks for the turkey baster. He will do it. He will do it because he does it every time. After he does it, he goes and does an apology tour, goes down to Mar-a-Lago and bootlicks and butt, and butt kisses Joe Biden. I mean, uh, Donald Trump. He, that's the same, he does the same thing every time. You have to have a legitimate government come in who will say, you know what, Joe Biden, we're not going to fund the FBI. You, we finally have to have people like that. They have to be willing to lose their reelection. And if they are willing to lose their reelection, they will win in a landslide because all the people like me will rise up. Now, I always vote, but there's a lot of people like me who have given up and like everybody's corrupt, you know, two heads of the same snake, which is all true, but you have to, when you live in a society, you always have to vote for the lesser of two evils. Nobody's perfect. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All right, back to inflation real quick. So Greg Price tweet, inflation was 1.4% when Joe Biden took office, and it is 8.2% today. There we go. Go to the next one for me, Will. This is Laura's for Trump video. Biden stated, if Republicans win, it's going to get worse. Play it for me. But not a single penny. No, I mean it, not a single penny. If Republican wins, inflation is going to get worse. It's that simple. Now, there is one heck of a strong leadership platform. If you, it's already bad. It, let me put it this way. It already sucks. But if you elect the other person, it's going to suck worse. Now, that is leadership right there. No solutions. Just if you vote for the other guy, things are going to suck worse and they suck now. That's, that's the, that should be actually, he should give up um, uh, uh, Build Back Better and put, you know what? It could suck worse. That should be the, when Biden runs again in 2020, that should be their campaign motto. It could suck worse. That's who these people are, just so you know. All right, pick Gateway Pundit. Inflation, inflation under Biden. Markets crash. After inflation rates come, so you go dispatch Liz Cheney. Uh, air, air, markets are crashing. Get Dizzy Lizzie out. Go get her out there now. Get her bent over. Get her ready for the turkey baster. Spread those butt cheeks, Lizzie. We need you to butt kiss and bootlick for us. Get out there now. Get out there and subpoena Donald Trump. You and Jamie Raskin and the rest of the bent over butt cheek grabbers. You know, get out there. 
and, and tell them you're going to go. Red alert, red alert. CPI is at 6.6%. The market is crashing. Worse since 1982. 8.2% inflation. Gas prices going through the roof. Get Lizzie out. And, and, and subpoena Donald, Donald John Trump immediately. It's a national emergency. Core CPI surges to 6.6%. The highest rate since 1982. Real wages. Get Lizzie out. Get Lizzie out. This is not just the CPI. It's not just inflation. It's not just the stock market crashing. Real wages are declining for a record 18 months straight. Listen, leave this up for me so I don't forget the stats. Let the records. So let, let's look at the records. Record board, illegal border crossings, record murders, record violent crime, and now record stock market crashes, record decline. We've never had a decline of wages for 18 straight months. Joe Biden has accomplished it. I mean, it's amazing what this man has accomplished. Record fentanyl deaths, 107,000 in 2021. Record, according to their own stats, I don't believe them. Record COVID deaths, 930,000 people under Joe Biden, everybody vaccinated. Strange how it's three times worse than when we were unvaccinated. Strange, isn't it? Records, all records for Joe Biden. Amazing, isn't it? All right, let's go. Next one, RNC research video. When it comes to core inflation, that number is the highest we've seen. So we got highest CPI since 1982, but it's also the highest inflation since 1982. And as we have Fox News actually interviewing a Joe Biden economic advisor, his name is Jared Bernstein, and he actually says, Sir, is it time that this White House and the Biden administration pivot on their economic policies? Jared Bernstein says, absolutely not. Record CPI, record 18 months straight of declining wages, record stock market crashes, uh, record uh, uh, inflation. But yet, you know what? Is it time for the Biden administration to pivot on its economic policies? Absolutely not. Play it for me, Will. But at the heart of this is the core inflation number. And when it comes to core inflation, that does not include energy, or food, but yet that number is the highest we've seen since 1982. Sir, is it yeah, time for this White House and the Biden administration to pivot on its economic policies? Uh, no, I think uh, what we have is the uh, White House, the Federal Reserve. Uh, we are uh, acutely aware of the pressures that this causes on American families and budgets. The president started out this morning by talking about how uh, uh, Americans are squeezed by the cost of living, and they didn't need this report to remind them of that, but that's certainly in the report. Okay, just to be uh, clear, I asked you that question, and you said no. So the answer of the Biden administration is... Uh, Americans already know that they are being pinched by high prices and they just didn't need this report to come out to remind them of that. That's the response. That's why that's why their motto needs to be changed from build back better to it could suck worse. That's what they need. They need to change their motto. They really do right now. It's just change them out. And by the way, just keep this in mind. We have about according to our own CDC, about 1.1 million abortions in America per year. And you're like, Tom, why are you bringing this up? I'll show you. Now that's without New York and California fully reporting. The number one and number two states on the planet for abortions are New York and California. So how many abortions do we 
really have in a state of 40 million and a state of 20 million, 60 million out of our 330 million people, none of those abortions are being reported. Liptard extremist socialist states that love to kill babies, love it, are passionate about slaughtering the unborn. They don't have to report those numbers. They don't report them. It's the same thing with inflation right now. That 8.2% mysteriously, mysteriously does not include food or fuel. Where have you seen your prices go up the most? Food and fuel and the 8.2%. So what is our inflation rate really? I think it's around 12% because that's what England's is. And rarely you have England and the Bank of London and you have the United States and the Federal Reserve pretty much stay in lockstep. And they're saying we have 8.2%, but it doesn't include gas prices. And it doesn't include food food prices. And by the way, gas prices are not going to stay low because Joe Biden cannot continue to pull oil from the Federal Reserve, from not the Federal Reserve, from the Strategic Oil Reserve. He can't keep doing that. It's already at, ready, a 40-year low. Since when? 1982. Look at all these records that he has. That's another record. And all of them since 1982. Highest CPI since 1982. Highest inflation rate since 1982. Rising wages for 18 straight months, a new world record. 2.5 million people illegally crossing the border in his first year in office, world record. 13 Americans dying at the Abbey Gate in a single Unabomber explosion, world record. That's more than that were, than were killed in the Lebanon bombing. World records by Joe Biden everywhere. So what is our inflation really? When this doesn't mysteriously, mysteriously does not include food or fuel. Jordan Schachtel tweet, in August, Congress passed the $738 billion Inflation Reduction Act only to see inflation continue to rise. That's exactly right. Why would it continue to rise? Is there a mystery? Well, first of all, it had absolutely nothing to do with inflation, but a government passing a bill to spend $738 billion worth of printed money would never, would never work to lower inflation anyway, since inflation is caused by printing money. But secondly, it didn't have any addresses toward inflation. The CBO said it would not in any way, shape, or form in the near term lower inflation. Nor did any other governmental evaluation agencies. They all came out and said the same thing. It'll do nothing for inflation. But it did spend a whole lot of money on windmills. You know, and I remember that my favorite part was, is that if you are absolutely crushed by this economy and therefore closing on your home, you can get a 30% rebate on solar panels. So as the bank is seizing your home, because it's a Biden administration, which is all planned, by the way, to usher you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. Here's an addition onto that mantra that I say every show, a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government. Always remember that. So they want you out of your home to leverage you into a one world commerce system, push you, and then BlackRock comes in and buys your home, makes it unaffordable, ushers you into, you're like, well, then BlackRock will go out of business. No, they'll be bailed out by the federal government because they have a high ESG score, environmental, social governance. Very important. You know, it's very important because 
you know, we're losing all these polar bears. We, we have the exact same polar bear population we had five decades ago, but we're losing all these polar bears. And we're actually colder now than we were 15 years ago, but whatever. So, you know, never, never, never let facts and data get in the way of your own theology and ideologies. Never, never let that happen. But there's plenty of money being spent on green energy. But as they foreclose on your home and the bank is you, they're there, you know, with their eviction notice, don't worry because the Biden administration will rush in to your rescue and offer you 30% off solar panels that inflation has caused to go up 30%. Oops. That's the Democratic Party for you. That's socialism for you. Back to inflation. Townhall.com. I'm wondering, is Kareem Jean-Pierre being asked a question? I'm wondering if the president bears any responsibility with his policies for the inflation. I'll only let her puke out of her mouth for a couple seconds, but play it for me, Will. Direct, the IMF yep. director of research with their report, their global report came out. He said that the three largest economies in the world, the U.S., China, and the Eurozone, will oh, stall will stall next year. And so I'm wondering if the president bears any responsibility with his policies for the inflation and, a, and what they're calling a stalling economy. Okay, we got to step back here and look at what the president walked into here, right? When you think about the night, the, the, we've been here for about 20 months, when he walked in, businesses were closed, small businesses were closing down, schools were not open, and we were in a, in a pandemic, during a pandemic, or at the beginning of a pandemic, where thousands of people were dying. <laughs> That's what the president walked into. What he did is put forth the American Rescue Plan, which, by the way, was only voted by... He put forth the American Rescue Plan, which, again, flooded the market with printed cash, which caused inflation. It was 1.4% inflation. With all these businesses closing down, which, believe me, a lot of businesses did close down. The lockdowns were a huge mistake. But just so you know, and I'm, I'm not trying to be a sycophant for Trump. If you've ever heard me, and by the way, if he runs for president again, I'm voting for him. I'm just saying that he wanted out after four months. So March, April, May, June, he wanted out. He said everybody needs to be open up. Even before that, he said everybody needs to be open up. It was really just for two months he wanted things shut down which he was completely and totally wrong, and it gave legitimacy to COVID being the second coming of the bubonic plague, which it never was, never will be. So he, he cost himself the presidency doing that because he allowed, a, not because of vote, because, listen, he still got 74 million votes, one of which was mine. However, he opened the door for a fraudulent election. So what, what they walked into was a booming economy. Booming. 1.4%, all these, lots of businesses did close, but all the jobs were coming back. Boom, we were a next net exporter of fossil fuels. The Keystone XL pipeline was about finished. A booming economy. Chinese, China tariffed into submission. And Joe Biden reversed it all. Took down the tariffs to China. Closed down the XL pipeline. Caused us to have a national fuel shortage. He actually did the American, the American bailout package, the, the whatever they called it right at the beginning. That's just flooding, that's flooding the market with, with cash, which causes inflation, printed cash. Did the same thing with the Inflation Reduction Act. They just do the same thing over and over again, which is expecting a different result, which of course is the definition of insanity. Look at this graph. Speaking of what they inherited, the red line is inflation. All the entire line, red and blue, is inflation. The red line represents Donald J. Trump. The blue line, no, this is what they, this is what, what they inherited was the red line. 
And what they did with the red line is the blue line. Do we honestly think there'd be a war in Ukraine right now if Donald Trump was president? Do we honestly think there would be 13 soldiers killed at the Abbey Gate if Donald J. Trump was president? Do we honestly think there'd be a baby formula shortage if Donald J. Trump was president? Do we, we obviously know that 2.5 million illegals crossing the border. And by the way, just to be, just to be, you know, just to go ahead and say the obvious, that is banned. You're not allowed to say things like this. A lot of those immigrants committing crimes. Uh, here's one that allegedly will tickle the heartstrings, the guests of the left, but they obviously don't care very much because a lot of those crimes are child sex trafficking as well as many other crimes that are committed by illegals. Many crimes. If you're willing to commit a crime to cross the border, a lot of times you'll be willing to commit a crime after you've crossed the border. Obviously, that doesn't speak to all the illegals, but they are all illegal. They have all committed a crime to enter this country. But they also commit violent crimes when they come in here. That wouldn't be like, well, you're labeling all that. I'm not labeling all of anybody anything. Do they commit rapes when they, yes. That rapes that would never have occurred if it wasn't for Joe Biden. Murders and DUI crashes that kill people that never would have occurred if it wasn't for Joe Biden and his immigration policies. Facts, that's the truth. There's no arguing that. It's the absolute truth, and it needs to be spoken from podiums and pulpits, period. But that's what they, the Queen Jean-Pierre can gaslight all she wants. Red line is Trump, Trump inflation. Look at it. Look how low it was. And Biden inherited that, and he's created the blue line. It's as simple as that. Donald J. Trump, uh, Donald Trump Jr. tweet, two months ago, Democrats passed the Inflation Reduction Act. Today, inflation surges and rises to 40-year high. It's the Inflation Production Act. Go to the next one for me, Will. Chip Roy tweet. Uh, EA, EA government, another government evaluation site, now estimates American families will face an average power bill. Get ready now. Get ready. Of 13, this is average. That means that the average is between, I believe it would be 2,600 would be the high and what? A thousand or so would be, I don't even, I don't even know. I'm not, I'm not super good at math, but anyway, that's the average. So it can be a lot higher. The average bill, power bill will be $1,359 this winter, $1,300 a month. That's a 20, oh, ding. I should have had Aaron put in a bell. I never think before the show, whatever I ask Aaron to do, he'll get it done. That's my producer. I should have had him put in a bell. Like every time we mention a new Joe Biden record, we get a ding. Ding. Here's another Joe Biden record. Our average winter electric bills have reached an all-time high. Oh, excuse me, a 25-year high, which, by the way, would be an all-time high. Because you certainly weren't paying $13.59 a month in 1973. It may have been, you know, you calculate in inflation, dollar value, things like that. But I'm just saying it's obviously an all-time high. So there's another record. So once again, to reiterate, the Biden records... 2.5 2.5 million people crossing the border in one year. Brand new record. This last August, brand new record. September, brand new record. July, brand new record. June, brand new record. May, brand new, re- brand new record. Records everywhere. 13 Americans killed in one single incident. Brand new record. Joe Biden everywhere. Record uh, baby, supply, baby formula shortages. Record. A record violent crime. Record murder rates. Record fentanyl deaths. Record overdose deaths. Record COVID deaths where he tripled what the deaths under Donald Trump, according to CDC records, which I don't believe any of them, but that's their, that's their, that's their record keeping. 
There it is. Joe Biden. Let's just go ahead. We'll do it right here. We'll practice right from the beginning. So we have a record 25-year energy bill record set by Joe Biden. Hit it, Aaron. There it is. There's one of the records. There we go. Right, let's go to the next one, townhall.com, which I believe this could be a record, Aaron. Are you ready? There we go, because I believe this could be a record. Breaking, we could be losing 175,000 jobs uh, a month or a month or sooner coming up right now, according to townhall.com. This is, this is the article. If Dem- Leave the pickup for me, because it adds, it adds you know, some drama to it. If Democrats, here we have Joe Biden in his red speech. If Democrats felt this, the, the, the steam of bad news would end, the stream of bad news would end, they would be wrong. Bank of America now expects, with Bank of America's leftist, Bank of America now expects the economy to shed 175,000 jobs a month soon. Woo! As pressure from the Fed's war on inflation builds, non-farm payrolls will begin shrinking early next year, translating to a loss of about 175,000 jobs a month. Now let me let me encourage you in this. Philippians 3:20. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we eagerly wait for the savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. You either if you're a Christian, you need to either be a person of faith when it comes to the economy, when it comes to prosperity, Everything, according to Psalm chapter one, verse three, everything that you lay your hands to will prosper. You better either jump on board with that. Or, and most importantly, out of, out of Malachi chapter three, verses eight through 11, start tithing and become part of God's economy. If you're a Christian and you don't, you're not a part, you depend on your own, your own will, your own efforts, your own job, whatever it may be. You're going to need to depend on the heavenly economy, which, by the way, is far better. You do that, you'll make a whole lot more money no matter what happens in the economy. No matter what happens. God, if he has to, will make quail appear or manna appear in whatever form or fashion that is for us. A car, money, whatever it is, God will provide for his own. So if you're a Christian, but you're not, you're not a man or a woman of faith when it comes to prosperity, you better jump on board right now. If you're not a Christian, get, become one and become part of God's economy. For our citizenship is in heaven, not here. I depend on the Lord. Every, there's never been a down at Foundation Church when it comes to the economy. There has never been a down in my own life. When, I've been, when I have honed in to God's economy, none of these things affect me. And I want you to know that. I am, I am purely putting out these statistics so that people vote correctly and pray correctly and are not duped again by the liars and the baby butchers. Put a mask on your face. Lock it down. Vax, social distance, all eyes, all did absolutely nothing. This is what you get. And I know I say this every podcast, but I remember Christians putting out their Facebook posts of, I just don't understand why people are so upset about wearing a mask. Because it's a lie. Here's the thing, just call me crazy. But if God hates lying, Revelation chapter 1, verse 8, all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. It names a bunch of other sins, but only puts the word all in front of liars. You ought to be a little bit afraid of espousing lies. 0.06 to 0.14 microns is the size of a COVID particle. And N95 can't block that, and it's not even close. But yeah, there you were dutifully putting on the mask of Anthony Fauci who told you a month before that that they don't work but yet 
I mean, think about how ridiculous you have to be as a Christian. Tom, you shouldn't speak this poorly of Christian people. Judgment begins at the house of God. 1 Peter 4, 17. So the month before Anthony Fauci says it's ridiculous to wear a mask, nobody should be wearing a mask. And then a month later, all the Christians are dutifully putting on masks that Anthony Fauci now espouses, but yet one month before said it was ridiculous to wear them. I mean, think about how ridiculous you have to be as a person to buy lock, stock, and barrel into that. Now, if you're somebody who bought lock, stock, and barrel, and you've come out and said to yourself and to your God that you are to the God, that you are wrong, fine. But if you're just obfuscating and covering it up and act like you never did it, never locked down your churches, you're still very vulnerable to the Antichrist spirit to do what what they tell you to do again. And it was the Antichrist spirit who told you to put a mask on, to lock down, to vaccinate, to stand six feet apart, making fun of you. Just making a joke out of you. Mocking you publicly. That's what the Antichrist spirit, the demonic spirits were doing. Mocking the Christian church who said, you know what? How fast can we lock down for you, baby butchering gods? And that's why I tell you these things. Don't buy into their economy. Don't buy into that which they espouse. Don't buy into their medical community, which is birth and baby butchering and transgenderism and lopping off the penises and the breasts of young people, of, of, of people who are not adults, of juveniles. So that's what they're predicting. All right, townhall.com video, CNN, here's CNN now, on the stock market. CNN trying to do honest reporting. Play it for me. You mentioned inflation. That is something that has been persistent. It will likely remain and could perhaps get even worse. And, of course, then there's a threat of job losses. But above all of that, businesses could face new pressures that could put them out of business, so to speak. That could trickle down to local governments where people would be in need of help. That's another financial strain. And then there is the stock market. And we know from having many discussions, the stock market is not the economy, but it's where many of us put our 401ks. As we have seen in recent weeks, there have been a lot of stock market declines. During a down market, things can get very turbulent. So for some Americans, that could, and I'll put in bold print, could mean delayed retirement. I have let loose my producer Aaron on the bell, so be ready. That could go off at any moment. Aaron, you are free. If you just sense it in the spirit, let that freedom ring. So there you go. Stock market, it just got, was pretty much a summation. Stock market crashing, CPI record high, businesses closing, being predicted by you know, leftist Bank of America, 175,000 job losses a month. While you have Joe Biden come out and his economic advisor saying, oh, this is the greatest economy ever. There's only one good thing about the economy, if you want to call it a good thing, is that gas prices have come down about $1.30 from their height, still $1.30 higher than they were at the height of Trump. Trump averaged between $1 and $3. Joe Biden has averaged between 3 and 6 That's where we, that, That's the difference. And most of the time, Donald Trump was 2 or less his entire presidency. That's different. And Joe Biden, the, the only good thing is that they've come down, but the only reason why they come down it's because he's raiding a million barrels a day from the strategic. Remember, think about these numbers. We don't think about these numbers because it's very difficult to think in terms of a 330 million population country, which, by the way, we're way more than that. We're more than 380 to 400 million. Three, when you hear 330, that's from 2006. Remember that 2006 census. That's where that comes from. We have way more than that now. 
Remember, we always we have between one to two million legal entries into the United States, legal immigrants every year, not to mention the 2.5 million that Joe Biden has let in since then. Think about that over 16 years, 2006 to 2022. All right, so let's move on. Let's move on to a different subject. So here we go. Now, I've always said everything is about leveraging you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point, the singular access point controlled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government. That's what all of this is about, including this. Libs of TikTok tweet. You're like, these are some pages from the book that Charmex schools, this is a school, this is a school board, a school system, recommended for middle schoolers. So keep this up for just a second. Let me explain to you what I mean by this. As I've been saying over the last two podcasts, you will accept the ridiculous or you will not get your singular access point. Well, we're not there yet. Correct. We're not there yet, but we also weren't universally masked. We also weren't uh, universally locked down, mandated vaccines. If you are working for the federal government or even a contractor for the federal government, you can. And if you are a worker for the federal government, you will lose your job if you're not vaccinated. Based on the premise of we're trying to stop transmission and infection, using a vaccine doesn't stop transmission and infection. None of those things were ever in place before. Nothing. So that's how fast things can go. You will accept the ridiculous. Again, hearkening back to masks. It's ridiculous to wear a mask around. Think about how ridiculous it is to stand six feet apart. Think about how ridiculous it is to have stickers on the floor with arrows pointing in the same direction in 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 a grocery store. Think about how ridiculous it is. Think about how ridiculous it is that people, I should have in this time, brought out all my ridiculous COVID photos of slits and masks for people to play the flute and people hugging each other behind plastic bubbles all for a 99 point the COVID itself is ridiculous you will act like a 99.9 percent survival virus is the bubonic plague you will act like that or there are societal consequences for you and maybe even criminal consequences there were many people arrested for not wearing a mask in the united states not social distancing in the united states Don't forget those things. A lot of those things happen predominantly in blue states. So that's what all this is about. When you see this, yes, there's a nefarious purposes of indoctrinating your children into sexual perversion. What do I mean by that? They want, they want your kids to think it's very normal for a man to have anal sex with another man. What, what, what God calls an abomination. They want you to think that that's normal. That, that not only that, but all the entire transgender homosexual agenda doesn't mean all homosexuals are involved in the transgender agenda. Even all transgenders are not involved. I'm talking about the, the agenda itself, the leftist globalist WEF agenda, which is, and, and by the way, bourgeois leftists hate these people. They hate them just as much as they hate me. J- whether it's Joseph Stalin or Adolf Hitler, hated the people they used to get into power and then kill them all once they're in power. Both Joseph Stalin and Adolf Hitler were what? Artists who then murdered all the artists. Murdered all the people that were writers that put out anything negative about them. They were all dead. That's why all these people that are rejoicing today because Alex Jones has to pay $965 million to Sandy Hook's parents. That's just his latest. And many more uh, 
Stipulations are coming. That's just the beginning. And that's lopped on top of what, what was the 30 or 40 million he had to pay in the previous trial. And he's got more trials to come. So he'll end up with somewhere in the neighborhood of $2 billion that he owns. He's bankrupt already. So all these people are rejoicing over this. But little do they know that the, ty- the tyranny that you support today turns on you tomorrow. All the while, when it turns on you tomorrow, you're going to be saying, hey, I, I supported you. It's just like that video that I show of the white guys up there playing beer pong as BLM marches by their condo and they're going, we're like the Seinfeld episode, we're all winners. We're with you as, as BLM shatters their windows with bricks and they yell out the one, hey, uh, we're with you, we're supporting you. That's what will happen to all of these people, the Obermans. Even the Alex Berenson's who's come out against Alex Jones. I'm so glad he's having to pay. Well, Alex, what if somebody writes an article? What if, what if somebody comes out and say that, says they were emotionally damaged by something you wrote? And they stick you in front of an Obama judge. Bye-bye, million-dollar fortune, Alex. You think you're immune? Watch out for what you wish for. Watch out for the tyranny that you unleash because currently you support the party of that tyranny. Watch it because it will turn on you. And that's what all this is about right here. So these are some pages from the, from the book that Charmack Schools recommended for middle schools. Go to pick one for me, Will. So here it is. Now this is for little kids. Little kids. How sex apps work. So you have an eight-year-old in school. I remember my kids when they were eight. They didn't even they didn't even ever hear the word sex. Let alone know have any earthly idea what it was. Nothing. Nothing. Well, you sheltered your kids. Correct. Um, by the way, that's what you're supposed to do. Yank your kids the crap out of public schools, if at all possible. Get them out. Don't tell me about it. You don't have time. It's oftentimes bull crap anyway. You can accomplish in two to three hours a day what they're accomplishing in public school in eight hours a day, six to eight hours a day. So how sex apps work. This is being given to kids at Charmack schools. Upload a tiny pic of yourself to the app. So conduct actively, according to this school board, child porn. Upload a tiny pic of yourself to the app. The app works out your location. The app tells you who the nearest homosexuals are. So your nine-year-old knows where the nearest gay men are. That's very important for your nine-year-old to know. Or your middle schooler, let's say 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 14-year-old, or high schooler, 15-year-old. Your 15-year-old needs to know where the nearest homosexual or transgender pervert is. The app is called Grinder. Thank you, Aaron. Because and you then chat with them. So the very things, remember the we've been seeing the episodes on TV to catch a predator? Now, school boards are actually causing those episodes. School boards are actually causing, are actually giving those predators victims. Amazing, isn't it? Because they are near and it is easy to meet up with them. So these school boards are setting up your children to meet with 
gay adults. Meet with them. Look at meet up with them. I don't care whether your kid's 17 or seven. This should never be happening. This is the Democratic Party. Vote accordingly. Go to the second pick. I love the the name of this. The ins and outs of gay sex. Funny they picked that. This chapter, if you can read it, I barely can. If you can blow it up for me, do the best you can. This chapter is about sex. Therefore, it is. it has sex in it. Perfect, right there. Well, duh, it says. If you are a younger reader and feel you aren't ready for the finer details of same-sex pairings, then simply skip the whole chapter. Yeah, everybody when they're, let's say, a 14-year-old dude. Now, if you're a 14-year-old dude who's hetero, you're going to skip it because you're not real interested. But if this was if this was about male-female sex, yeah, guys who get the warning of, hey, if it bothers you, skip it. Oh, yeah, they'll skip it. When I was 14 years old and there was even the smallest opportunity, sorry, my daughter and wife are in the room, but I wasn't saved then. If there was the smallest opportunity in the world for me to see a female nipple, I would have climbed Everest for it, let alone I wouldn't skip a chapter. Every guy's the same until you repent. And even when you repent, you fight the battle. Nobody's skipping any of this. However, before you do, I'd like to remind you, that we taught you all about straight sex when you were 10 years old, it says, during, during year six. The fact that they didn't also teach you what same-sex couples do is nothing less than institutionalized homophobia. That's in the public school system. CRT, gender equity, same-sex ideologies, homosexual and transgender ideologies. That is what... Most of your school boards are about in Sarasota County, where I'm sitting right now, Sarasota County, Florida. We just overtook over, just absolutely overthrew our school board with conservatives. That's what you must do, or this will be your school board. And it probably was our school board before. I just wasn't paying much attention to it because Democrats pay attention. George Soros makes sure that he, that he gets elected, puts millions of dollars into district attorney races, school board races, because all politics is actually local. We are a federalist system. Really, each state is its own country. They have the power, really, of their own country. And we need to operate that way. And really is going to, I mean, Pastor Rodney Al Brown predicted this to me about two and a half years ago, that it will come down state to state. And it will right now. We're, we are in a battle for this country. And what we need to do is just win our states, Texas, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, Virginia, Tennessee, whatever, Kentucky. Get Kentucky out of, out of Bashir's hands right now. I mean, whatever it may be. I mean, Illinois, worst place in the country, ready to live. They're gone. Sorry, conservatives. It's not going to happen. Some, and some even conservative strongholds, you need to change how you, how you do elections because you allow Democrats to vote in your primaries. Therefore, they're going to vote for the false Republican, i.e. Brad Raffensperger in Georgia. But I digress. And right now, I'm on the perversion section of the show. Listen to this. You, you don't think Democrats are trying to pervert your children? And I told you, remember, it's about leveraging you. So this is the, and I'll get into this after the video, but this is how they'll leverage you. This is an Ian Pryor video. Virginia Democrats 
to introduce legislation that would allow parents who don't affirm their child's gender identity to be criminally prosecuted. Play it for me. Virginia delegate is introducing a new bill centered around parents and how they handle their child's sexual orientation and gender identity. 7 News reporter Nick Minock explains why this is controversial. Right now, parents' rights and LGBTQ protections are a big focus in Virginia. Thousands of students in Virginia have walked out of class protesting Governor Glenn Youngkin's newly proposed model policies on the treatment of transgender students at school. Trans rights are human rights. And Governor Youngkin argues schools shouldn't keep parents in the dark about their child's sexual orientation and gender identity. These same progressives in Fairfax County actually believe that they should lock parents out of their children's lives. They think that parents have no right to know what your child is discussing with their teacher or their counselor. Democratic Virginia delegate Elizabeth Guzman is a social worker, and she's planning on reintroducing a bill in Richmond that she says would help protect LGBTQ children from their parents and guardians who may not be affirming of their child's sexual orientation and gender identity. This is how we're going to push back. Her bill would expand the state's definition of child abuse and neglect to include parents who do not affirm their child's gender identity or sexual orientation. There's an investigation also in place that is not only, you know, from a social worker, but there's also a police investigation before we make the decision that there's going to be a CPS charge. What could the penalties be if, you know, the investigation concludes and it's concluded that a parent is not affirming of their LGBTQ child, what could the consequences be? Well, we first have to have an investigation. You know, it could be a felony, it could be a misdemeanor, but we know that a CPS charge could harm, you know, your employment, could harm your education. And Alexandria, Nick Minox, 7 News. And Delegate Guzman tells 7 News that she is hoping to pass the bill in the upcoming legislative session. So you were probably wondering, how is it, Tom, that you you tie in the transgender agenda, hard to say, with leveraging you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point, that access point controlled by a tyrant or tyrannical government? How would they do that? Well, you know what? You will accept the transgender, you will accept the ridiculousness, the absolute stupidity of a man dressing as a woman, and you will call that man a woman, or you could go to jail. How do you like that? That would certainly, and the only way out, is that a bell? Here, that's a new world record. Hit it. Okay, you got to do it on time, refusals. There you go. Just brand new, just brand new things from the leftists, from the, from the Biden administration, from the left. This, of course, is not the Biden administration, but the Biden administration fully endorses all of this. Where you have a legislator in Virginia trying to, quote, protect your kids from you. Protect your children from you. In other words, and then these kids, they're talking about these kids. And notice they said that all these kids are walking out. So that was a school probably of thousands and about 140 kids walk out. And why do the most kids walk out of school, by the way? Because they really believe in transgender rights or because they're just trying to skip class? Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like they all walked out for climate a couple years ago. Yeah, right. I, I was around for that. Yeah, right. Walk out for climate. So you have these legislators who are trying to protect your kids from you. Protect, uh, protect, protect, protect your kids from you. It's hard. There's too many using there. It's hard to actually get. Actually, it's actually hard to state because it's so absolutely nonsensical and illogical. 
And what is this treatment that's so horrible inside the schools that Glenn Youngkin, credit to Glenn Youngkin, he's done a, outside of the threats to the, to the Supreme Court justice, did not do a great job there. Other than that, he's done a really good job as governor of Virginia. When I had serious doubts about him. I thought he was more spineless than he was, than he is. But what is this? I mean, he's putting in, he is actually putting in a true conservative agenda in Virginia in the midst of a narrow election, which is, that's what you have to do. And that's how you get an actually a wider margin in the next election. He'll win. If he goes strictly conservative, he'll win in a landslide in the next election. Watch. It's when you try to appease the left that you lose because you lose your base. So what is this horrible treatment that trans students are getting? Just show me if anybody has them. You can send me some reports. I want to know the abuses that are happening inside the schools to trans kids. I mean, allegedly they're victims of violence. I, I've yet to see a news report ever of a mob of whites, blacks, Hispanics, Asians, women, men, or anybody else attacking transgenders. When, when, where is this happening? Where, where? Now, I have seen lots and lots of videos of the city of New York with black perpetrators assaulting people. I have seen that. And I, I have to throw in, it is a lot of a lot, the videos that are coming out are from black mobs attacking other black people or white people or Asian people, whatever it may be. And Joe Biden and Christopher Ray say the number one existential threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. So does that make me a racist? I'm just showing you what the what videos are coming out. The videos that are coming out are are are, are what's coming out. There's nothing. There's there's no mobs right now currently except for Antifa and that kind of that's cooled off right now. Now, the Antifa is all white guys, all just skinny, masked, muscleless white guys going around attacking people because they can never attack people by themselves. So they make sure they have a mob and they have weapons. And anytime anybody ever stands up against them, they flee. So what is this treatment that these transgenders are getting that's so awful in school? The awful treatment is, is that they, when they receive counseling, that they should get their penis lopped off or their breasts lopped off or doing it, having have a penis inversion surgery or have, or have a prosthetic, basically have your forearm skin cut off of you as a female. And then they create basically a prosthetic penis and sew it into your now inverted vagina. That they, that the horrible treatment is, is that they notify your parents that they're having those conversations with. That's the horrible treatment. And now, if you go, yeah, put that up there. That's how you create a prosthetic penis. They'll never be real. It'll never be erect. Nothing. That's how they create it. Just so you know, that, that's, the, that's, that's the Mengele style experimentation that's being done on our children today. All to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point with a ter- tyrant governing that access. That's what this is all about. And that's the horrible treatment that these kids are allegedly receiving inside the schools. And now the left in Virginia wants you arrested. If your 12 year old son comes up to you and says, you know what? I know you named me Sean, but I'm now going by Shauna. I'm a girl. And if you don't affirm that you're going to be arrested. That's how they leverage you into a singular, into a one world commerce system with a singular access point with a tyrant controlling the access point. Because if you want out of jail, you will acknowledge the ridiculous. 
Just like putting a mask on, just like locking down, just like taking an experimental gene-altering mRNA vaccinations. All the same idiocy that you must embrace to get your QR code and mark of the beast that will start off on your device that will end up on your forehead or your right hand. Revelation 13 and 14. Those are the facts. Where am I at, Link? Where am I at, Will? What is it? Julian Johnson tweet. Here you go. Just some good news. People aren't buying Superman's new sexuality. (laughs) Strange, isn't it? This is, again, this is how we win. If anybody right now is going to any of the, what is it, the Avengers? Uh, I don't watch any of that crap. Avengers, Star Wars, sorry, Will. All of those things. I mean, listen, Star Wars was cool. The first two. Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, and then it went all went kitty anyway. Now, after it went kitty with the Ewoks, okay, that was when I was out. Then it went super kitty. That's one thing where it's all kitty and stupid, okay? Where it used to be dark and actually entertaining. But now it's all gone woke. You've got to have this many black people. You've got to have somebody be a lesbian. You know, I'm, I'm very excited. Sorry if this bothers some of you and your, how that your impression of me. But I'm very excited about October 21st. All the new Hallmark movies are being being released. Now, the problem is, is that they're going woke too, where they've got to have the gay brother, the gay sister, the gay side story. If that's the way they're going to go, I'll boycott them just like I boycotted the NFL. But what you do is respond economically. You're like, well, it doesn't work. It will eventually work. CNN's firing everybody. ESPN's firing everybody. PayPal, I won't get to the story tonight, but PayPal, I don't think I will. No, actually, I will get to it. PayPal is now trying to buy back you being their customer because they're getting hurt. That's what you do. But right here, this is what you do. Simply, simply disconnect yourself. De-entangle yourself. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. 2 Timothy 2.4. That's what you do. And when Superman goes gay... You don't pay. Simple as that. I'm not buying anymore. As a matter of fact, it's, I don't know, it's Superman DC. So Superman's DC. I'm done with all DC. You, it's just like I'm done with the NFL. Until they rename the Washington Commanders, the Washington Redskins, I'm done with the NFL. I can't watch it. It's disgusting to me. So it's the same thing. I'm done. I won't buy one. Not that I ever was much of a comic book guy, so I'm not going to paint myself that way. But I definitely saw the movies. I didn't watch anything having to do with Superman until they de-gay Superman. As simple as that. I'm not going to sit here and watch Superman make out with a man. Oh, Tom, you're homophobic. Well, you know what? When it comes to men having sex, having anal sex with another man, do I find that repugnant? Absolutely. But it's the same hell that that heterosexual sinners will go to. It's all the same hell. It's the same hell I would have gone to when I was addicted to pornography. I'm not, I'm not degrading. Listen, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I don't stick, I don't stick my nose up in the air or find your sin to be disgusting. Even if it's homosexual sin, I don't find it to be disgusting because I myself have been perverted. I've just turned from my sin. But what we must do is not allow our gener- this generation to be lost. We must be the Second Thessalonians chapter 2 restraining. We, and this is a win right here. We cause them economic difficulty. People aren't buying Superman's new sexuality, literally. After experiencing low sales, Superman, son of Kal-El, 
is being canceled by DC Comics. Boom! Simple as that. Simple as that. Go to the next one for me, Will. Oh, I missed this. Okay, good. Lincoln J video. Now, for those of you that may not get this, this is about the teacher in Canada who looks exactly like this guy in the video. So what this guy in the video did was dress up just like that teacher. They are allowing a man to teach high school boys and girls who are all under the age of 18, i.e. juveniles. They're allowing a teacher who dresses like this every day, not only to teach, but teach industrial arts. The guys in there are sawing wood with, 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 with boobs the size of New York City. So maybe I'll talk about this a little bit afterwards, but that's what this is based on. Play it for me. Can you believe the transphobia here, folks? Can you believe it? I'm trying to deliver a petition. Which one of you is going to take it? Which one of you is going to take it? What's that? For you to leave the room. Why? No normal person in their right mind would dress up like that and go teach kids. Come on. Are you guys okay in your head? Oakville's becoming the mockery of the world. What's wrong with you guys? Come on. Stop this. Get this teacher out of here. Get him out of that school by Monday for sure. What are you going to do? Who's going to take this? Who's going to take this? Who is going to take this petition? I put out, I've had, I've never really gotten to the story over time. Just never really got to it. But there you go. That's perfect right there. But there, there it is. Now there's a teacher. Now this is not an exaggeration. There's a teacher that every day reports to school. And, and by the way, they actually interviewed this. Now this is obviously a person. This is a person impersonating that teacher. But they actually interviewed the principal of that teacher who said, you know what? It is not allowed. It goes against our school rules for any student to do this. But the teacher comes every day dressed exactly like this. Now that is not an exaggeration. Every day, fully nippled, every day dressed just like that. So to bring back my wife's favorite statement, the guy comes in fully penised and fully nippled. Oh yeah, there you go. Here's the real teacher put up there and you're the best. There he is. Every day comes in just like that. Every day, just like that, and teaches kids. And that's what this guy is there protesting. And he's like, why is this bothering you? Why does this bother you that I look like this in a school board meeting? Why does it bother you at all when you every single day allow a teacher to come in and teach our children? All minors looking exactly like this. I mean, think about this if this was 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 5 years ago. Would never be allowed, but now it is. It only takes one generation to destroy generations. And all you have to do is stand. That's what enraged me about, about the American church. One internet, one, one international figure, Rodney Howard Brown, one international figure, pastor of the River Church, Tampa, stood. Everybody else, name one big name that stood. None, zero, zilch, not one. Everybody caved. That's all that it takes is one generation yielding freedoms. They will never get back. Put a mask on, lock it. Why, why am I allowed to explain to me what a mask does? Explain to me what a lockdown does. And all it takes is parents to actually just do the logical. This is ridiculous. Fire him. You said, well, I don't want to be called that. Well, that, that's what's, that's what's going to govern you the rest of your life is fear of being called names. 
People took an experimental gene-altering mRNA gene therapy to preserve their job, and now they're dead. It's not worth it. Stand. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourself be yoked again with a burden of slavery. With a yoke of slavery. Chuck Cholesterol tweet. Here's the PayPal thing. Breaking report. Just all you do, you stand. PayPal doesn't work. Go to somebody else. Parallel economy. We must have our own version of PayPal. Our own version of Walmart. Our own movie theaters. What's some other things, guys? Our own banks. If you guys think of something, I'll shout it out while I'm talking about this. We have to have our, our parallel economy. Our own credit cards. If you're going to have cryptocurrency, our own cryptocurrency controlled by our banks. So they can't just be cut off at any moment. Digitized currency. So PayPal, breaking report, PayPal purportedly is offering users $15 a new effort to stop them from closing their accounts. Keep closing your accounts. Don't take the $15. They were going to fine you. I can't remember if it was $25 or $2,800. $2,800, $2,500, $2,800 for putting out misinformation deemed to be misinformation by the geniuses at PayPal. I'm banned for life. My church is off of YouTube. Currently, I have two strikes against me off of YouTube for, for, for saying the word ivermectin in a sermon. The word, and now ivermectin has proven to be absolutely valid and life-saving. And I'm banned for life for using the word, the word I, ivermectin. They just gave me another strike. How many? How far did they have to go back to find that strike that they just gave me personally? Two months ago to a sermon or a podcast. They went to a sermon that I did and, and banned me again for misinformation. Misinformation is fact. Everything that the left says, the opposite is true. It's the Costanza principle. The George Costanza episode where he says, if every instinct I ever had was wrong, then the opposite has to be right. What they deem to me be misinformation is fact. What they call racism is non-racism. What they call fascism is, is anti-fascism. What they call anti-fascism is fascism. It's always the opposite. And they project onto you that which they are. All right, here's an interesting thing. Jack Posobiec tweet. Breaking the kingdom of Saudi Arabia confirms Biden attempted to coerce them. That is from their government, which is a monarchy confirms Biden attempted to coerce them to postpone. They just cut their oil production, jacking up gas prices. I told you it's not going to get any better because Biden can even continue to raid the strategic oil reserve. But because he's cut off our production, so funny, instead of producing things domestically where you don't cause any carbon emissions at all by producing it domestically, instead he's shipping it in from Saudi Arabia with diesel motors funny you know thousands of miles funny how that works isn't it but he allegedly he's for the climate he's not for the climate he's for control leveraging you into a one world commerce system but he has to be reelected. so the and he doesn't want democrats to be destroyed in november which they are anyway so again they would love to do all that they can just like just like really right you know the rhinos the, the sasses the mcconnell's of the world they would love to do all of their left-wing stuff right now they would love to but they can't they have to play the game. If Biden could get away with it, it wouldn't be a countrywide or even worldwide revolt. He would institute right now world economic foreign policies now, 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 now. He would actually say, I'm now a monarch. They would do that if they thought they could get away with it, and eventually they will. 
So, but right now he's got to keep he's got to keep people in power so they can continue moving the agenda forward. If they actually expose who they really are, they'll be thrown out of office, including people like Liz Cheney and people who are just pretending to be Republicans. They would be thrown out of office if they voted the way they really wanted to. So they only vote uh, on a percentage basis, proportionately, how they really want to. Otherwise, they'd, they'd be exposed and thrown out of office. But what they do is, instead of going for it all in one fell swoop, they play the parts so that they can continue to push the agenda forward. Because if they really voted and acted the way they really believed, and this has to do with most in the Republican Party and all of the Democratic Party, they'd be thrown out of office. And they can't move things forward that way. So they choose moving it forward slowly instead of being thrown out of office and then not moving forward at all. So Biden wants to lower gas prices. He really wants to raise them, drive you out of your normal life, force you into an electric car that's controlled by a grid that he controls, leveraging you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or tyrannical government, an ESG-controlled power company. That's what he wants. And all of you in the urban centers, easily controlled, easily killed off by whatever it is they unleash upon you next, whether it's crime or whether it's some, you know, some disease or whatever it may be, or just you know, abortion, whatever it is. So the kingdom of Saudi Arabia confirms Biden attempted to coerce them. Now that, according, according to Liz Cheney, Adam Schiff, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Eric Swalwell is an impeachable offense. That's an impeachable offense. Remember, because Donald Trump was impeached because he made a phone call to Zelensky saying, you know, he didn't even use any leverage. They just they accused him of saying, but if you don't look into Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's uh, shenanigans inside of Ukraine, then we're not going to send you the weapon system, which, by the way, he sent before Zelensky ever did anything. So how that ever worked? But whatever, you're not allowed to do anything. By the way, everything having to do with giving any foreign entity any sort of support, any sort of cash, any sort of economic support, any sort of military support is always quid pro quo. But yet they want to prosecute you or impeach you for a quid pro quo. It's all quid pro quo. Quid pro quo. It all is. It's all we will give you this if you will do that always. Every, every Democrat, every Republican. But yet when it's politically expedient, the Democrats will impeach you for a quid pro quo, even one that didn't really exist. Which is what Joe Biden's doing here. He's trying to coerce them into not postponing, into postponing their oil cuts until after the mid, midterms re- announced they have rejected his quid, quo, his quid pro quo. So I, it just, I found this video also from Jack Posobiec. And here is a bunch of, it's just 30 seconds, a bunch of Democrats decrying what they thought was Donald Trump doing the same thing. So I'm assuming that AOC, Adam Schiff, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi will be impeaching Joe Biden for a quid pro quo with the Saudis because they impeached Donald Trump for an alleged quid pro quo with Zelensky, right? I'm assuming. And, and by the way, it's all for selfish motives too. It's not like, you know what, we'll give you money for your, your military, but only if you sell us wheat. No, this was purely personal. I want you to, do, to postpone your cuts in oil production until after my party's November 8th elections. 
So there's no benefit to the United States, just a benefit to Joe Biden. But here are all the Democrats saying that quid pro quos are treasonous. Play it for me. A series of events that looks like extortion, withholding aid to an ally, and then, quote unquote, asking for a favor to 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 essentially benefit yourself politically. Quid pro quo, bribery. The bribe is to grant or withhold military assistance. The idea that somebody would withhold badly needed weaponry mm-hmm. for political reasons at home mm-hmm. is beyond the pale. So I'm assuming that, you know, whether it's Morning Joe, Joe and Mika, AOC, that they're all going to come out now and file impeachment papers against Joe Biden because he was trying to coerce a foreign dignitary for his own personal political gain. Just like allegedly Donald Trump was trying to coerce Zelensky into looking into Joe Biden's numerous felonies inside of Ukraine. Especially because you had a quid pro quo that that Donald Trump wanted investigated inside of Ukraine, where Joe Biden said, you know, we're not going to give you the billion dollars unless you fire, fire the prosecutor, Shokin, fire Shokin, who's looking into my son's company. Funny how that works, isn't it? But no, I don't I don't see it. It's all come out today. I, I don't see any headlines from the DNC, from AOC or anybody else saying that, you know what, they're filing impeachment papers against against Joe Biden. Because it never, when it comes to the left, it never has anything to do with ethics or principles. It always has to do with political expediency. And by the way, they will take the smallest thing. If you say, you know what, we need to fight against the Democratic Party. Oh, that's an insurrection. And, it, and you're like, well, that's impossible. And you really put you in front of Alex Jones's judge. What would she say? You see what this is where we're at right now. When you had the FBI attorney that was just recently that he, that he won, that was, he lied to the FBI as a DNC attorney. He lied to the FBI. Everybody knows it's lied. The FBI even said he lied, but yet He's exonerated in a D.C. court because it's an Obama judge with an Obama Hillary Clinton jury. That's where we're at right now. And you're like, some of these things are impossible. Listen, Alex Jones just had a 900, almost $1 billion judgment because in about three or four broadcasts, he didn't do, he didn't do a series on the Sandy Hook shootings. He just was making, alleged, making alleg- he wasn't even making allegations, it's too strong of a term. He was just just saying, you know what, what if this or what if that? And he just, and this is just the latest. So now he's over a billion dollars in sentiment to parents for defamation. Who's he defaming? And this may sound very, very coarse to you, but he's defaming people who are dead. That's impossible. You cannot do that. I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm not, but you cannot hold people to a defamation standard for saying mean things or it will turn on you for all those people that are rejoicing. Let me close with this. Pick, this is a pick from Rebel News. Had to, let, had to bring this up because this came out today. Parkland mass shooter Nicholas Cruz spared death penalty uh, in sentencing and hearing. Let me go right to Ron DeSantis' response, and then I'll talk about it briefly afterwards. Play it for me, Will. I think that uh, if you have a death penalty at all, uh, that that is a case where you're massacring those students with premeditation 
uh, and utter disregard for basic humanity that you deserve the death penalty. And so the jurors came back, apparently it was 11 to one with one holdout refusing to authorize uh, the ultimate punishment. And that means that uh, this killer is gonna end up uh, getting a same sentence of people who've committed bad acts but acts that did not rise to this level, I just don't think anything else is appropriate uh, except the capital sentence in this case. And so I was very disappointed to see that. I'm also disappointed that we're four and a half years after these killings and we're just now getting this. You know, they used to do this, he would have been executed in six months. He's guilty, everybody knew that from the beginning, and yet it takes years and years in this legal system that is not serving the interests of victims. And let me just go over this briefly with you because this was an abomination to the criminal justice system inside the United States. This happened right here in free state of Florida. Broward County Sheriff was an absolute disgrace. You had the Broward County SROs who did absolutely nothing, stood by and listened to, I think it was this, I don't want to say SROs, it was one SRO, stood by and did absolutely nothing. Again, very, very similar to Uvalde. And I was an SRO for years, was in charge of a portion of our SRO unit inside the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office. We never, my training section, we never would respond by standing by while you have AR fire going on. You must respond. It is your job to respond and use three words, stop the threat. They did absolutely nothing. 17 kids were butchered for absolutely nothing. If the standard is not pre for the death penalty, premeditated murder of 17 people what is the standard four and a half years later of there's videotape of him shooting 17 well shot more than that killing 17 people there 15 and by the way for those people who are like see you can't have guns no no there was a long history of this kid long history and it was liberals liberals that kept his record expunged. It is the reason why Nicholas Cruz was able to do what he did was because of progressive politics inside of Broward County, which I don't have time to get into tonight. The only reason why he was free to buy a gun, the only reason why he was free, period, the only reason why he had access to that school was liberal, progressive, never can get rid of kids, politics. In the 11 to 1, this needs to change where you don't have for the death penalty. It just should just be the majority of the jury, not everybody, not an, a, a unanimous jury. That must change. It must change. It must be the majority instead of a unanimous. It has to change. Simple as that. Because what else would qualify for the death penalty from 17 under the age, basically under the, I think they were all under the age of 18. I can't remember. Seven premeditated murder of 17 juveniles. What else would, would justify or require the death penalty than that? Nothing. Broken. And I don't have time tonight. I'm going to launch probably next, uh, on uh, Saturday with our criminal justice system, the mess that it is, the DOJ, all that's going on right now with the arrest of pro-lifers instead of the arrest of Hunter Biden, who's committed numerous felonies online, recorded, on his laptop, but I digress. Listen, love you all. Back here, 55 Minutes of Fury, Saturday night, 1030. God bless you. So why give to the TLP? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free, but that's not the end of it. 
Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. We do not gauge our words. We do not hold back. So sow seed to the cause of freedom in victory in Jesus' mighty name. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing the Bible, prosperity the Bible, sin the Bible, everything, protection the Bible, church the Bible.